10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. This is The Daily Happy. Today is Tuesday, February 22, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. <laughs> and I'm Lulu Picard. And so happy that Allison got to say the cool number date. I know. It's all the twos. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you, too. Hey, and you, too, could be there for us, too, uh, by just checking out our link in bio in the Instagram. Please do. Or our Twitter. You'll find places there that we'd like to support, like Omaze. See there. That's right. Okay, Lulu, you're a fan of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me something that I may, you may not know either, but I feel like you would be the person I need to ask, okay? Mm. So I've been reading a lot about the terrible, like very dramatic ending to the women's ice skating ceremony thing. Okay. I don't know this story, Allison. Oh, no. Really? I don't know. Tell me. Tell me the story. Okay. So one of the ladies and I, I, you know what? I can't even say ladies. And you know why? Because these are children. Let's be honest. Oh, so okay. She's literally 15 years old, okay? Uh There's actually a lot of debate right now on whether the working age in the Olympics should be raised because this teenage skater from Russia literally had a breakdown. She's 15, okay? She was, um, what is it? Uh, pr- not promoted. She. They thought she was going to win. Oh, she I've was... seen these headlines, and then I didn't. Okay. Click on the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then her name she... is Camilla, and she fell like a few she times. She did. Right? She fell a few times. She was ahead, I guess, when they do like their prelims. I'm not again. Don't know a lot about sports, but she was ahead. But then she went and did her final run, and she fell. Right. So she literally fell all the way out of the. She didn't place at all. And she she was 15 and she was completely devastated. And it says between her and then her 17-year-old teammates, there was all these emotions, devastation, and some rage. One of the girls also was like, I'm never skating again. Like she literally was having a breakdown. I guess the coaches were not very nice uh, as well. They were like, you know, being kind of rough and saying like, why did you give up? Why did you give Mm -hmm. up? And this was all captured on air. So live, you know, millions of people are watching a child. Mm -hmm. go through this terrible range of emotions. But my question for you is, then I saw this article about the place that they're sitting when they get their scores. There's two people on either side. I believe one was connected to her in some sort of coach capacity. But the other person I read is known as the kiss and hug person. Kiss and cry. Oh, kiss and cry. Is that for real? That's the... (laughs) Like, it's... It's the name of the area, the area when you, so when you see people like, um, it's a pass. So I think what you were seeing was an access pass to the kiss and cry area. Okay, because what is being published is that this man who's wearing a pass that says kiss and cry was literally hired to just console these people that are upset. No, that, I mean, that information is really easy to find. I'm not even that much of a, I mean, I am a skating fan, but I'm not, obviously I didn't even read this article. I so he just has access to that booth. The area there's is a lot it's, of. It's literally called the Kiss and Cry area, and you, I, all throughout the Olympics, you could you saw people with the access passes that said Kiss and Cry. It like literally because I talked about it with a friend of mine, and we looked it up, and I said, "Is that really what it's called?" Yeah, right? and it is. I it is. It's like the place it. where they are traditionally comforted and receive their their scores. 
I wish they'd call it something else or not call it anything at all. But I don't know. It just felt very. Uh, I bet it was like a cute term that just ended yeah. up becoming official. And now everyone in the industry probably loves the term. Yeah, you know? I get that. I get that. But then the second question is, do you think that there should be an age minimum? Do you think it's it's it should be 18 or, or you know, once emotions are kind of in check because it is it's a lot of pressure to put a 15 year old in yeah I have mixed feelings I guess because I remember you know I was a tennis fan and Jenis, uh, Jennifer Capriati was like 14 when she started really winning yeah. tournaments and it didn't I never remember anybody well at least I was a kid but saying oh that kid shouldn't be doing it like I don't remember right. that being in the conversation however um, there are some countries who reward their Olympic athletes in ways that we don't understand, mm-hmm. and remaining. it affects their life and their family's like future right. in ways that it doesn't here. Right. So I think that yeah, I do think it's unfair because she's she's probably carrying the status of her family on her shoulders. Oh, 100%. And I totally get that. just guessing that. You know what I mean? But I've heard stories. And I know in China that's very true. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally take the kids away. Right. Um, I know this from working with Chinese gymnasts. So yeah. I know that they take the kids away if they're identified. And then they are literally separated and trained. And that's their job for, yeah. the, for, for the rest of their, their life. Job. No, actually, you're 100% right. And I can speak to this because I was married to a Russian man who was literally in the circus, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can absolutely tell you that that is 1000% true because he was literally at, I'm from birth. This was his family's pastime, was they would balance on things. So, literally, the second they were able to. People who don't work in our industry are like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, I feel that that our listenership just made a hard left. Like, a division has been drawn in the sand of people who just went, like, took that in stride and kept drinking their coffee. And people were like, stop yeah and spit it out so we have the people that kept going yeah like greg monteith was like whatever yeah we know this but uh aaron in texas full surprise full full surprise surprise. okay yeah but it's true they they literally from this time that he could walk he they're taught to balance and that's all they do they live and breathe it i remember when i was married to him i would come home and he would have you know his russian rap music blaring and he would be rehearsing in our living room in the middle of the day for hours. I mean, it is intense. And if you fall, you it is not good because in the show that I met him at, there was a family of three that did this crazy like high balancing act and they were as well from Russia. And the youngest, it was a, a mother and a father and the son. And if he messed up, he would literally shut down and they would have to pep talk him and like get him back on and there was no crying and it was very intense. It is not like it is here. Not everyone is a winner. It's not Montessori in Russia. Okay. It is full blown like competition mode all the time. You are training. So I completely get that kind of intensity. It's very intense. When you were telling me the story, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, well, you know, there's a lot of, there's also just layers. I think we don't understand. I'm not excusing anything. In fact, I think I'm even saying it's worse. I'm just saying like, that's a super complex issue. It's not just like, is she young enough? Right. You're right. You're right. 
because it's 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 almost expected. No, you know. Yeah, it's. I think it's just a very different. Uh, there's just so much to talk, like to really know. flesh out there. Two um, minutes because remaining. I, because you know we just did that. You just brought up a story about a month or two ago about mm-hmm. a girl who flew around the world by herself. Right. Yeah. And I think you know why are certain achievements like well that's brave and that's awesome, and then other ones like you can't stress a child that much. I don't know. Right. I don't know the I answer know. to that. You know. And there, there probably isn't a good answer that's going to serve everyone, right? Because it is based on the children, based on the environment, based on culture. So that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, this is a weird transition, but I... Let's do it. I love it. <laughs> so uh, have you ever watched the Magic Mike series, like those movies? The movies? Yeah. Um, is this a story that's going to be about Channing Tatum? Because I'm on yeah. board. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, talk totally. about Channing Tatum. Okay, okay. So I've only seen one of them. And uh, funnily enough, it was with my mother-in-law who invited me to go see That's Magic Mike terrible. in the theaters. Yeah, it was funny. That um, sounds awful. But I just read the article that there is the final Magic Mike that's coming out. I believe it's called Magic Mike's Last Dance. It's going to be streamed exclusively on HBO. But it was funny, Chain, Chain, Chainum Tanning, that's not his name, Channing Tatum, <laughs> he did an interview about how he actually was almost turned it down because he doesn't want to do the diet that gets him into this role because he said you literally like can't eat salt to get that ripped. He was like, it's boring. Like yeah. everything tastes like water. <laughs> but you, 30 seconds remaining. Right? But he finally did sign on and I love this quote. He said he wants this last one to be the Super Bowl of all the Magic Mics and he wants the dancing to be out of this world because he's an amazing dancer. Listen, so, I have a big uh, ten. I have a big nine, respect for Channing Tatum. Eight, I think he danced seven, great. I loved him six, in Foxcatcher. Five, I think he's underrated. Four, I'm a big fan. Two, Let's go two, see Magic Night. One. Do-